Ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire? Need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears? Welcome to the Sprocket Talk 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where every week George B. Thomas uncovers the challenges that sales, marketing, and service professionals face. And of course, the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles. So sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. Hey, Sprocketeers, it's your boy, George B. Thomas. We're back with another episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where we try to give you a strategy that can affect sales, marketing, service, or maybe the business in whole in 15 minutes or less. We're never less, sometimes more. Okay, let's be honest. Most of the times we're more, but I'm super excited today because we have a buddy, a pal, somebody I have known for years, even before where he currently is. But Pete, before we jump into the deep end of the pool on the strategy podcast, why don't you let the Sprocketeers, the viewers, the listeners know who you are, what you do and where you do it. Pete Caputa, uh, CEO of Databox. We're a software company that helps organizations get all their data into one spot, set goals against it, be alerted when things happen, and uh, more easily in an automated way report the results uh, and share the results to their team, clients, or investors. So Pete, the deep end of the pool I want to dive into is I've been paying attention to the girls and boys out in the marketing sales service space, and they seem to be having a little bit of a problem, and that is they are really bad with their data. So as we jump in, let's talk about better behavior around your data and building processes. But to do that, what are the foundational pieces that the Sprocketeers, the viewers and listeners need to know to carry on this conversation today? I think as a software company, you might be surprised for me to say this, but it's not about the software. What, I, what we've discovered is that most organizations use data sporadically uh, or because someone asked for something and they're not thinking strategically about what they should be measuring, how they should be measuring it, how they should be tracking it, how and how, how they should set goals against it and things like that. So we're on a mission to really help organizations use data better. Uh, as an engineer turned marketer uh, myself, I'm really passionate about demystifying uh, math for, uh, for, for business people, especially in uh, sales, marketing, customer service, and with the front office stuff. So Pete, when we think about using data better, what are either A, and this could be a very broad question, what are some places that people should just inherently immediately be measuring if they're not, and maybe even some time frames in which they should be doing those measurements? So we have a uh, training program that we actually just launched. If you go to databox.com and click training in the top navigation, you'll see it's called the predictable performance methodology. It's, uh, it's free, uh, video-based. There's uh, really three steps that we push organizations to do. The first thing is to get aligned about what metrics to track. So we walk uh, companies through an exercise where we ask them what they're working on and, uh, how, and, and how to measure what, what they're working on as well as the impact that it has. We, we like to call them output metrics and outcome metrics. So that's kind of the first step. Uh, second step is saying, all right, well, now that you know what your output is, say you're making a certain amount of sales calls or you're writing a certain amount of blog posts or you're spending a certain amount of money on Facebook ads. Uh, that's your, those are your output metrics. Those are the things you do. Uh, and then the outcomes, of course, are things that are a little more, usually a little more important to the business, the things that you're asked to report on usually, such as uh, how much traffic did we get? How many signups did we get? Or how many leads did we get? Or how many customers or how much revenue did we get from our marketing and sales activity? 
And, uh, and that's the first step is really getting aligned around that. And then we're all about helping them think through how do they analyze that. So when you're analyzing your blog performance, you might want to look at things like which author is the, uh, has the best performing content, which topics, of course, or which posts individually have the best performance, and then why? How are they performing? Uh, are, they, are, they, are people reading them in full? Uh, are people converting when they read them? Are they converting to lead, converting to, to sale? Uh, are people are your existing customers reading it? Are they coming back? Are, are your subscribers coming back and read? Uh, so those are the kind of output metrics that you might want to measure. Say, for example, with your content marketing, your blogging, uh, and that's that's next step is analyze, and then from there it's adjust. And I think this is the part that most organizations don't quite get right. Uh, it's adjusting your strategy, adjusting what you do, how frequently you do it, uh, you know, the details about how you execute upon it, um, and just to take you know stick with blogging as an example for for sake of example here, uh, you know, you might change the topics or the keywords you're targeting. Uh, you might work, you might have one author who seems to do well, uh, do more. Uh, you might do just more of it uh, if, uh, if, you, if you're getting the results. Or you might take the content that's performing well and figure out how do you update it or promote it more. So there's so many different things you could adjust in your plan uh, in order to get better results, get more people reading it, get people reading the whole thing. Uh, get people converting it. Uh, so we're all about that align, analyze, adjust. Uh, and that's a process that everyone in the organization should do. Everyone should think about the things they're doing and the impact it has and think about what metrics you, you can use to measure both of those uh, and start to analyze and improve your own performance. I love that we have a framework that you guys are providing for, well, everybody, but especially now because the Sprocketeers are listening to this, they can go and they can get this We'll leave a link in the show notes and I'll ask for that again because I'm sure that might be where you want to send people after this episode. Sure. But if you're a person who now is listening to this and you want to start paying attention to your data, but you're kind of lost in how you would do that. Pete, if somebody asks you the question, how do I get started? What's your answer to that? Very tactically speaking, it's what tools are you using um, and what do those tools measure? Uh, a lot of organizations, especially as they get larger, tend to like invent their own metrics or have a specific way they want to look at it. Uh, but I find that people that create SaaS software these days put a lot of thought into that and will generally provide you the metrics that you need to track. So you should always start there. Uh, and so it's a matter of like listing out what tools you use, whether that's Google Analytics or Google Ads or Facebook Ads or HubSpot or MailChimp or ActiveCampaign, whatever it is literally start by logging in and seeing what you can measure. And then from there, I think a lot of times when you're doing things, uh, it might not, your software might not measure how often you do things. And I think that's just as important to measure your output as it is the outcomes, especially so you can correlate those two. And so sometimes it's just using a Google Sheet and keeping track of things manually. But very tactically speaking, you know, start with the tools you use and the data that's in there. So let's dive into the process side of uh, this conversation that we're having. And you've, you've got the tools in place. You're collecting the data. You've already said that many people, even though they start to collect the data, they don't necessarily always use it. And we actually did an episode with Christopher Penn a while back. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that, where he talks about people using predictive analytics or paying for it and not ever using it. It's like having a bike and not riding it down the road. Pete, you're leaning into the same thing. So what are some things that you, once you have the data, once you have maybe data box and dashboards and all the stuff is coming in there, what are some things that you can fundamentally change about your process 
or focus in on your process to really make those tweaks that are going to get you to help you grow better moving forward? Everything we've talked about up till now in the last few minutes is all about empowering everyone in the organization to be more data-driven. And I don't think an organization can be data-driven unless everyone thinks that way and thinks about what they do every day and how, what it impacts. So that, that's job number one. But that only takes an organization so far. And I think after that, what's really critical is that the organization has a cadence to how they do things. I think that's a true statement no matter whether you're talking about marketing, sales, HR, or finance, or whatever. But from a being a data-driven perspective or leveraging data to, to improve your performance uh, of your business, you have to have a, a cadence. And so we have a, a, a model that we use and that we've taught at the, in the last chapter of this training program, which is to uh, build an annual model, so build a spreadsheet model that, that takes all of the major things that you do in your business and the major outcomes that you have in your business and try to figure out what those correlations are and build that model. Now, you've done, I'm sure, this kind of math all before. And like on a very simple basis, what I mean is like, look at the amount of traffic you have on your website and the typical conversion rate to lead and just use that for 12 months of the year and say, you know, assume that either your conversion rate is going to stay the same or if you think it's going to drop or go up a little bit, but have that as one row in, in your spreadsheet. Another row in your spreadsheet might be how many clients cancel and how much revenue that is uh, that you lose. Uh, in a given quarter or a given month. That's step one is you got to build a model for your business. It doesn't have to be complicated, but you got to get started somewhere. Otherwise, they're just, you're, not, you're, you're not able to really think, be thoughtful about what you should prioritize in order to improve your business. Um, that's step one. Step two is um, we recommend picking initiatives on a quarterly basis. So an initiative might be, hey, we're going to start doing a whole lot more video marketing. Or, hey, uh, we're already doing video marketing. It's working. We're in a two exit five exit or whatever, right? And so that's an initiative and that's a marketing initiative. You can have sales initiatives, service initiatives. We have HR initiatives, right? That, w that we do as well. So there's no shortage. The whole organization on a quarterly basis, every director in my company will sit down, write out exactly what they think they should prioritize for that quarter. And we, we go through that list. We think about what's the, what's the effort required and the impact required. And we make decisions about what we're going to prioritize. So that's number two. I think an organization that's using data has to do that because they have to be thoughtful about where their resources are. Third step we recommend is, is setting and resetting goals monthly. What we've discovered, because we have a goal tracking, a goal setting and tracking feature in our system, what we've discovered is that most companies set annual goals and they don't change them. It's not a good habit because basically you can't sit there in most organizations in, in January and say, we're going to be here by December with any kind of confidence, because there's just so many moving parts, so many things that happen. You might lose employees, you might lose major clients. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of positive things, of course, that can happen too. You might have a breakthrough and get, get uh, figure out how to get more uh, clients on board, right? We recommend revisiting that model every month and saying, what, what goal are we going to achieve this month? From there, and it should be realistic, ideally based on the historical data that you have. From there, uh, we recommend uh, having weekly plans. Uh, so in our organization, like many agile organizations, we, we list out what every person on the team is going to do every week. Many times that go, for certain teams that goes into a project management system, like our product team, because there's so many inter interdependencies on what they're doing. For marketing, that could literally be just a quick checklist of the things that we're going to do that we usually done in the past. But every week we sit down, we talk through that. And if that's the right thing to do in order to hit the monthly goal that we set. And if it's not, we'll adapt our plan. Uh, and then finally, the last thing uh, we do is we, we try to celebrate wins all the time. 
Uh, I think some organizations will will wait till their monthly meeting to celebrate successes of an individual or a team or the company. Uh, we're trying to do that on a, on a daily basis. There's in any business, there's good and bad news coming at you every day, and I think it's important to um, celebrate the wins, be objective about them based off of the data, of course, but but to celebrate those wins. So that's kind of the methodology or the, the cadence that we follow in our organization. Ding, ding, ding. Sparketeers, we've reached the rewind point. You've got to rewind that section. It is flush full of so much stuff. I heard everything from like, you've got to build the map. to you've got to actually put your pinpoints in the map to understand where you're going to like, Hey, you've got to celebrate those successes along yeah. your journey. There's a ton. So Pete, here's but the thing. It is the fifth. It's build your annual models, pick your quarterly initiatives, set your monthly goals, tweak your daily plan, celebrate your successes on it, or uh, tweak your weekly plan, celebrate your successes on a daily basis. So because it is the 15 minute strategy podcast, and yes, believe it or not, we have reached that destination. I want to ask you one last question. And that as people set out on this journey or as they set out on this journey, what are some potholes or hurdles or problems that you've seen that they face that we can help them not hit and run into? Don't, don't treat um, data or reporting as a set it and forget it thing. We, this is what we do, obviously. We have a software that allows people to set up dashboards, but there isn't a week that goes by where we don't create a handful of new dashboards in order to measure or analyze something in our business. And so we're at the point where we have thousands of, of dashboards. Now, I don't look at them all every day, but I know they're there. And have the ability to to take a look at that when we need to. Uh, and so I think the biggest bottle organizations make is that they come up with their way of, re- of of reporting or analyzing, and they do it the same exact way every month. Now I'm not saying that you should throw it away, but you should always be building upon it and uh, and constantly be looking for opportunities for for improvement. Always improving. Great advice. Pete, if people want to reach out to you, if they have questions about Databox, if they want to dive deeper into this subject, where do you want to send them? If you want to check out our free training, it's at databox.com. Uh, just click training in the top uh, top nav, the second nav. We also offer a free product as well. So pretty generous limits on it. And so check that out, databox.com slash sign up. Um, I have a team of people there and their mission in, uh, I wouldn't say life, but mission at work is to help our users get set up. We offer free support in chat. There's something we need to, to research or think about. We'll come back to you by email, but we have chat live 14 hours a day in the free product as well as our paid product. Uh, and uh, we're always thinking, how do we help companies measure their performance? We figured a lot of stuff out. We haven't figured everything out, um, but uh, you'll find that if you've got something we, that you want to accomplish, we'll try to figure it out with you. I encourage you to go there. If somebody wants to talk to me uh, in, uh, personally, uh, I'm on Twitter, PC4Media, on LinkedIn, uh, under Peter Caputa, uh, and uh, usually pretty responsive. So Sprocketeers, make sure you check out that free training. Make sure you're paying attention to your data. Make sure you're building better processes moving forward. And we'll be here waiting for you on the next episode. Did you enjoy this episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast? We'd love to know. Leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And keep that learning going by visiting sprockettalk.com. Sign up for your free membership. And in that membership area, you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better. Make the world better and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling the same obstacle. You can always reach out to George B. Thomas on Twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite Marvel superhero. Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.